Welcome to the Genuine Creative Podcast with Melissa Hurt. Here's where I'll be helping creatives get through mindset blocks, step into wellness and self-care practices, and overcome imposter syndrome so that you can live genuinely as a creative person, putting your greatest gift out into the world. Welcome to the Genuine Creative Podcast. I am your host, Melissa Hurt. And in this episode, I'm going to share with you a strategy that has helped me come out of a funk so many times over so many years. And to put it bluntly, it's called get real. Sometimes we just have to get real with what our habits are. We have to get real with the quality of our relationships. We have to get real with what are the actions that we are actually taking that we think are getting us to where we want to be. Now, I think it was Albert Einstein who said, the definition of insanity is doing the same thing again and again, but expecting different results. Now, I think that we've all been there. We've all felt like we're doing our best, we're grinding, we're putting in the work, and we're getting the same nothing in return. And it can feel crazy, it can feel defeating, and you might just want to throw in the towel. But this practice of getting real is one that I actually learned back when I was like 14 years old, when I started really getting into theater and acting. And when I was 16, I went to a magnet school for theater in Richmond, Virginia, And my teacher, Rusty Wilson, got to give him a shout out, he treated that high school magnet program as if it were a New York City acting studio. He he held the bar so high for us. He didn't water down anything. He didn't dull down his expectations. He was hard on us, and it forced us to rise to the occasion and how we were analyzing scripts and developing characters and learning our lines and doing scene work and monologues. And maybe it's because of his high expectation on how we were able to get specific with the material that I developed a really acute way of getting specific with what's happening in my actual life. And this is what I call the get real system. So in the get real system, you have to pan out to see the bigger picture. Now, when we feel stuck, it kind of feels like you're in quicksand, right? And all you can see is the very immediate earth all around you that's caving in on you. And it can be panicky, it can feel um, anxiety provoking, you feel awful and suffocating. And so when we're in those situations in life, and we're feeling like we're in over our head, with all the tasks and the things, we tend to get very granular in how we look at the situation. But when you get real, what it requires of you is to hit the pause button which you do by taking a breath. Really, honestly, I don't mean to oversimplify this, but truly 
taking a mindful breath will reset your nervous system. This has been shown, shown scientifically. So if you take a breath in, let's do it on a count of six. Hold it for six. Two, three, four, five, six. Exhale for six. And then you notice that suspension at the end of the exhale. If you were to do that three or four times, it would take maybe 30 seconds, maybe a little bit more, but you would have a new lease on your perspective based on that breath. And that's where you can pan out and start to almost like how the movie camera goes all the way up and it sees the bigger landscape of what's happening in the scene. You do that for your own life. Now, with that, you can then better determine what's really happening. What are your given circumstances? Who are the people involved in this situation? And how are you showing up in that circumstance? What are your behaviors? What are your habits? What are you doing? What are you doing repeatedly, but still getting the same result? Okay, so let me break this down just a little bit more. I learned this in actor training, and really I learned it from the book Respect for Acting by Uta Hagen. My teacher, Rusty, uh, made us read that book, and we studied that book, studied it. And he made us memorize the six steps to characterization, which at that time in the book, and I don't think that they do this anymore when they publish the book, and I wish they would, but they had one page that was just like a chart, the six steps to characterization. And I remember photocopying that page of the book and I kept it on my bathroom mirror for at least a decade because I realized that I could use those questions for myself. But first I had to learn them in the lens of developing a character. So the first question of the six steps to characterization is who am I? Now that can be a big navel gazing existential question. Doesn't have to be. You can also get real. Who am I? It's not just your name and it's not just your age. It's I'm a teacher. So what's a teacher? A teacher is a person that takes a body of knowledge and shares it with a group who doesn't have that knowledge but needs to work to inspire that group to learn it. Well, that's who I am. That's a teacher, right? So you start to answer the question, who am I, based on your behaviors and your perspective. Like, why are you doing what you're doing? Okay? So the first question is, who am I? Now, in the actor training model, it's what is the background of the character, how old is the character, what is the character wearing, because what we wear does impact our behavior. Like right now I'm wearing joggers and a comfy shirt, so I'm very relaxed in my home, but if I were wearing a prom dress as I um, talk to you about this, I'd be sitting a different way, breathing a different way, I would be behaving in a different way. The second question is, what are the given circumstances? So the given circumstances are the circumstances that are given to you. 
you can't really change them. That's not really. It's where you are, your setting. It's the time. Can't change the time. But it's also the season. It's maybe a time of your life. Like we are, you know, three years into the pandemic. Some might call that post-pandemic. Some might say we're still in it. But that circumstance is still impacting our behavior. So that's going to be a given circumstance. The third part of it is what has just happened. Now you can go back to what happened yesterday. You can go back to the past three months. But what has just happened that has impacted your behavior and your mindset for where it is today? And then what is happening Get real. Be honest. Be honest. What is happening right now? And it's not necessarily what you want to happen, but what is actually happening right now? Now, when you do this part, you want to be as non-judgmental as possible. And quite frankly, this is me getting real with you. Don't play the victim. Just don't. Please take radical responsibility for how you've been showing up and just Begin to ponder on how maybe a lack of clarity on your part has yielded in a lack of clarity in how people can receive you. Maybe that's why they're not doing the things you hope for them to do. So with all of this, there's this lens of non-judgment and loving kindness. Please, please, please. But you say, what, what's happening So those are the circumstances, the time, the place, what has just happened and what is happening. You mark that down for what it is. You got real with that. You're honest. Number three is what are my relationships? Immediate relationships. What are my relationships to the thing that I'm doing? Right now, if you're a writer, you have a relationship with your craft. You do, right? You have to. You have to nurture your craft as if you're raising a child or nurturing a romantic partner. You've got to show up for it, for it to be there for you, for you to get the ideas and keep making the work. Same for painting, for music, for everything. Like I play violin. I'm an amateur violinist. And I have to get real with myself that when I don't put in the time to practice, the practice is not giving back to me. It's just not. And I'm reminded of that every time I pick it up and play. I'm like, damn, I really need to practice more because it's a relationship I have with the practice of playing violin. So what are your relationships to the people involved in this particular situation and to perhaps the thing itself? So the first three questions are where you're creating a map and you've panned out, you are seeing who you are and how you're showing up, you know what the circumstances are, and you have a better idea of the relationships because we don't live in bubbles. We just don't. There's a relationship to something happening all the time. Now, from here, you want to think of yourself as a character in the story that is your life. So get, again, stay objective with it. But now you need to identify, what do I want? And you want to be as specific and concrete as you can. So this is not, I want peace. I want freedom, right? I want money. Yeah, money can be concrete, but it's also this 
um, energy. It's this obscure idea. What? How much money? What money? How? Right? And so you want to be very, very clear. If you let's say you do want money, then your then what you want is I want financial freedom from debt. Okay, cool. That's a little bit more concrete, financial freedom. Or you might say, and it's from debt because it's, it has to do with your relationship to debt. Or maybe your what you want is, I want to earn $10,000 over the next eight weeks so I can eradicate my debt and start clean by the beginning of blank month. That's even more concrete. And you can see how that brings about a feeling of financial freedom. So then you define your obstacle. That's the fifth question. What's in the way of what I want? Now here's the fun thing and here's where you continue to get real with it because obstacles can be external. Like for example, I can't find a job. I can't get people to hire me for contracting services or my area of town is depressed and is not hiring any, anywhere, or I don't have the, um, the equipment to create the goods to sell to people. Those are external obstacles. But there can also be internal obstacles. Anything to do with your mindset or self-doubt, a lack of confidence, anxiety, fear, those are internal obstacles. And they will get in the way of you accomplishing what you want. So again, you just get real with what are the obstacles. And then lastly, my favorite part of this whole thing, I love it all, but really the last question is, what do I do to get what I want? How do I overcome those obstacles? And the thing I love about that final question is, it says to you, Get moving. There's a way to overcome this. Pick yourself up. Don't pout about the obstacle. Figure out a way to do it. You just do it, right? Now, by the time you get to that question, if you ask yourself, what do I do to overcome this obstacle to get what I want? And your answer is, uh, there's nothing I can do. This obstacle is too big. Can't do it. It's impossible. I'm just going to go back to bed then you did not define your objective clearly enough. You did not go big enough. You were not specific enough. You were not concrete enough. Because let me promise you this, you have the words inside of you to define it. You just need to get real with yourself, give yourself permission to define it, and lay it out on paper. I want to blank. And you put in an active verb, the thing that you want to accomplish and the thing that is in relationship to that thing. So my example was, I want to earn $10,000 in the next two months to eradicate my debts. So you have the active verb, earn, which means it implies I'm going to be doing some work to do this, has exactly the dollar amount, and it has eradicate my debts. That's the result. And I'm earning this money because I see my debts eye to eye. And I don't want them. I'm done with them. And maybe the obstacle is I cannot get anyone to hire me for my services. 
Well, what do I do to get what I want? Here are some strategies for you. You pick strategies and you have a list because one thing might not work, but you got to do something different to continue working at it. So let's say the first thing I do to earn part of that $10,000 is I hang up flyers in every coffee shop and local bookstore advertising my services with little tear sheets with my website. I, I paper the town with it. I wait a week, I get nothing. Well, that didn't work. Am I gonna stop? No. Option two, uh, now I'm gonna go to Facebook Marketplace and Craigslist and advertise my services there. Um, or maybe go to Fiverr, offer it for free, get some clients who can give me testimonials, and then I'll have those testimonials to use for my marketing to get some clients. But I'm going electronic, I'm going digital. And if that still doesn't work, well, then maybe I need to rethink how I'm doing the service or what I'm offering the service for the service. Maybe I need to make it a bigger package for the consumer, right? But you just keep rethinking it because there's always a way to overcome the obstacle. And eventually you will find a way to get what you want. And it was in service of those relationships, the nature of the relationships around you. You did not betray any trust or social codes to get this, right? And it's still in the same time, the same place, and you have just changed what is happening to make it more productive for you. And guess what? If you go back to that first question, you are still the same person, but now you have become the change you want to see in your world. And that, my friend, is the beauty of the Get Real system. When you see yourself as the protagonist, you scale out with non-judgment and loving kindness, and you just take the story for what it is. You notice the sensations, right? You just take in the insights of all of it. You want to get clear on what you want, really feel it in your body. Because man, if I eradicate these debts, I'm going to feel amazing and light. My credit score will go, go up. Everything is in my favor if I do this. I've got to do this. And then you don't just dream it. You don't just write it on a piece of paper and stuff it under your pillow and pray on it. You know, you have to do something for it. So then it changes the question of what do you do to who do you become to get what you want. I love that. Who do you become to get what you want? Because let's go back to what Einstein said. Insanity is doing the same thing repeatedly and expecting different results. Well, now you are no longer insane, my friend. You are doing different things and testing out the results until you find the result that works for you. And that is the magic of the get real system. So I want you to try it. I want you to give it a go. Pick something a little smaller. You don't have to do anything that's really big and might feel um, overwhelming. Start small. Start with, say, I've had an idea for a creative project, and I just can't get the light under me to start. I just want to start. I know if I start, I'll feel good, but something is just dragging me down. So do. Do the questions. Who am I? What are the given circumstances? 
What are my relationships? Including your relationship to your art. And just with those three questions, you might realize maybe it's the time of day that you're starting this. Maybe you're just too tired. Can you start it at a different time of day? It could be a simple fix like that. But then you say, what do I want? So get real. Why is this project important? What do you want with this project? Is this project about igniting a sense of artistry in you? And that's why it's important because you need to remember who you are and how you are. Or are you creating this project because you have something to say and this is how you're going to say it and you know it will have an impact on other people for the good. But get real with the thing that you want and why you want it. Get real with the obstacle. That's the big scary monster, but you've got to face it eye to eye. And then, my friend, you find the strategies and you just start. Okay? All right. That's the get real system. I want you to tell me how it works for you. Tell me what project you did this with and seriously report back. And if you want to learn more about this process, I actually do have a program. It's my signature program called the Greater Purpose Blueprint that teaches this whole system, breaks it down week by week. And we even go into fear and how fear shows up. We go into imposter syndrome. We go into all of it. And we're grounding ourselves the whole time through with embodiment practices to never forget who you are and the magic you have inside of you. So drop me a line if you're interested in learning more about that. But that's my show for you tonight. I want you to get real so you can get genuine and bring your greatest gift into the world. Thank you so much. Take care. If you like this show, please subscribe and leave a positive review.